Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Listen in as we discuss all things business, growth, and marketing with business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. And now, here's your host, founder of Roundhouse, the creative agency, Saul Edmonds. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. This is episode number one, and today's episode is entitled nine ways to grow your small business in 2020. My name is Saul Edmonds and today I'm joined by Roundhouse co-founder Gillian Smith. Hello everyone and good morning Saul. How are you today? I'm very, very, very good. Well today, guys, we have put together a list of nine ways to help your small business grow, to get more customers, be more productive and increase your business profitability this year. Okay, so what So what are these nine points Jill. Okay well the first point that we're going to talk about is uh, and first recommendation that we have is to set clear goals as regards to your profits. Yeah okay so that's a so who would you who would you say are some of the people um, that you would use in your business to actually help you think about that? Well if it's your business you would do the primary thinking regarding what your goals you have for your profits yeah that's right and then and then you've got other people that can be really advantageous for that for having external mentors you know or consultants to actually help you help you get clear because i think the key word there is to get clear on it then too so you want to be i guess often in business and in and in many things in life you can be a little bit vague so i want to grow the business but it's much easier to hit a target if you be very clear. I want to increase my revenue on $100,000 as it was last year. I want to increase it by, I want to get more clientele from social media. So you set very clear goals and then, okay, building on that, I want to get more clientele from social media, but how much more clientele? Yeah. Do I want to win you know, three or more customers per month? How is that going to work? Yeah, and then also being very specific, and that can actually lead to one of the good things about that, the good and I guess sometimes the bad things is that being specific can then highlight whether that's going to be realistic for you or not and what you actually need to do for that. So uh, with that in mind, what's the second point? Well, the next one uh, recommendation we have is to find new ways to do outreach and new ways to connect with your audience. Yeah, so then you've got you've got things like, um, I guess a key thing there too, when you're starting that sort of approach is to examine what you're currently doing too, because then unless you know um, you've got a good, clear, once again, specific list of what you're currently doing, you can't really move forward then to go, okay, well, this is what we've been doing. Here's our general success rate. Now for us to improve upon that, what are we going to do in terms of outreach? And what are some of the, you know, just a few key points for outreach? Well, I think everyone has to, my advice is to have outreach um, uppermost in your mind at all times because incoming clientele is determined by outreach. Okay, the more that you connect, the more that you are prominent within people's minds when they're at the buying point of the cycle because, of course, mostly people aren't at the buying point of the cycle. They may be at that point in a few months' time or in an emergency situation if you're a plumber, for example, or when they're ready to buy a new car. So it's all different depending upon your business. It's different points of your cycle, but it's very important to find new ways to connect. And, of course, social media, videos, video content is more important than ever today, isn't it, Saul? 
Yeah. And so with that point on outreach as well, would you say that like the purpose of, of then outreach, you know, a key thing that you tapped into there is that outreach is not only about the immediate, but it's also about then the long-term um, goals of what uh, might happen. It's like having very specific targets, but then at the same time, also having long-term goals for building up a network over time through outreach as well. It's ultimately about nurturing relationships and creating those relationships. So existing customers and new customers. So, I mean, the, any, I mean, this podcast is called Grow Your Business because growing your business really is like tending a garden. You need to constantly be looking after it, um, you know, cultivating it. And that's really a really good metaphor. Yeah, I think that nurturing is, is, is the perfect word for that too. So with that, so what's number three? Okay, well, next thing is we advise people to consider the bigger picture of where your business resides within. So the overall arching place of where your business fits in. And through that, um, you've got, you know, you're, you're very experienced and you have a lot to offer. And so, you know, you're a thought leader (laughs) to start thinking of yourself in those terms and to connect with other thought leaders and put your ideas out there because people will appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. And being a thought leader is, of course, it it doesn't mean that uh, just because you, you say that you're a thought leader that you are that you know there's different interpretation for what that that actually means but i think most commonly there's still things where you know people are looking to you as somebody who is um widely respected um knows what they're talking about has the experience also to support that too and but that's a one of those long-term things that you can start to using that same word again to I guess a nurture. 2020 goal also is to you know get in, get in this is long term so if you, you really want to get your business to the you know whatever your specific goals might be there is no limit but you do really have to think long term but then in step by step by step okay so next we're on to number four and that is a really important point that I very much take to heart which is to think about marketing as education and information marketing is not selling Mm, yeah. What are so, your thoughts on that, Saul? I think most people will go, what are you talking about? <laughs> of course, marketing is selling, but it's, well, it... No, no it, one wants to it, be it, sold to. So no, that's right. It's so reimagining those terms. Yeah, so there's a difference then between, you know, selling and educating, obviously, too, because people want to, if they're coming to, you know, anyone, maybe with the exception of, you know, buying, buying a product online. But even then, people want to understand. They want to, you know, there's, it's still all about trust. So ultimately, if you're taking the time and there's the perception from the end buyer um, who's going to acquire your services or what you're selling as, as a product, they want to feel comfortable and they want to feel trust. So selling you know, people are also a side point is people are overwhelmed by being sold to. They're absolutely swamped by fatigued. It. And this, yeah, they are. They're absolutely fatigued. So it's refreshing when people are taking the time because let's face it, if they're already there looking at your product, they're wanting to sell. So they don't need to be reminded of that. You want to. What they do want is they want to feel comfortable. 
and they want to feel informed. Surprisingly, people love information. They want the details. Well, let's go back to like the old adage of content is king online, and it is, and that's and that's tied that ties in very closely to um, education and being educated. And another really useful point and, with and, here, and and help too, I should say. I was just going to mention a really useful point in rigor in relation to marketing to achieve these goals is infographics. Yeah. People love infographics, but and also it's important to remember people are primarily visual learners, so that enables you to explain potentially complex points and data very in, in, in a very easy way that's actually fun for the viewer uh, to engage. Yeah. With. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And so that so so what's number five? Okay. Well, the next one is invest investing some time, quality time in networking. Yeah. That's all. What have you got to say about networking? Well, what haven't I got to say about uh, networking? Networking in in all its you know real world sense and online sense, but specifically the real world people in business. People um, like to meet other people. Business can be very... It provides a great support structure also. Yeah, it can be very isolating being in small business and just in business in general. So, you know, from a number of perspectives, spending time doing that, feeling um, like as, as a learning experience, as obviously getting one of the primary ones to get business, but also getting the bigger picture understanding um, and perspective, I should say, on what other businesses are doing is completely invaluable. It's, you know, it's, and it's a great experience. And Plus there's should, a lot of opportunity for, you know, future leads. Yeah, that's right. But also, you know, on a, on a you know, side note, it's also, you end up making friends in business too, who are also friends. And um, that's, I think, an underplayed part of ultimately leads because we're talking big picture here about long-term relationships and trust, not just, you know, the hot, quick lead that you get in, you're in and out, and then uh, there's really no meaning after that. You know, you want to... You this want to is, again, back to the um, the garden metaphor of cultivation. And you want to, yeah, if, if you're... Cultivating friendships and relationships, relationships here that, you know, will last a lifetime. In that being a farmer, um, like... Ivan Meisner um, sort of said, the founder of uh, BNI. Which is um, Business Networking International. Yeah, that's right. That, um, you know, being a farmer, not a hunter, you know, to nurture leads and to nurture everything in relation to business, not hunting for them. Okay, well, that brings us on to point number six of uh, ideas to help you grow your business this, this year, 2020 and beyond, is to find and innovate to create regular income streams. Uh, with subscriptions and memberships. Now, yeah. the, the bane of small business is often cash flow, so regular income streams are incredibly valuable. Yeah, they are. And this in 2020, and now for some time in, in this last, especially probably five or six years, even, even in the last 10 years, it's a fantastic time for online solutions, not only for you know selling products online, but it's an amazing time to start to think about, like for a lot of different businesses, about other things they can do to um, obviously to add those regular income streams, whether it's online courses is a really big one, um, which you know used to be, 
like the new kid on the block. Like for example, just with regards to membership, just when we were driving into um, Brisbane the the other day, I saw a car washing place and it had a subscription. You know, for big banner at the front, thirty nine dollars a month. You know, wash your car as often as you like. Yeah. You know, so even those businesses. So this 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 requires a little bit of taking time to think a little bit outside the box mm. about how you can utilize your business to move forward to this repeating uh, income. Yeah. Um, and 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 then also thinking um i guess a key thing there too is to not discount your business as not being a candidate for a potential subscription model for something i mean it might be that 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 it's 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 not quite appropriate but it doesn't mean you can't think about it because you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us on to number seven. And number seven is an oldie but a goodie, and that is to make blogging a priority. Now, so why is blogging so valuable for every business? Okay, so blogging is for a few points. From a simple SEO perspective, okay, so just, just from if you take everything else out, having a blog on your website and I'll say the disclaimer here is that a regularly updated blog, not just a blog, but something that you use to actually add valuable content, not spammy content, content that people will actually want to read is ultimately content that search engines want to read too. And it can actually add really valuable level of trust, especially if you're doing it regularly over time. It's just once again, there's that same theme again of nurturing and farming that keeps on cropping up, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. And that's um, and what else would you have to say as a person who's who's had had a lot of experience? Well, for people out blogging. there, um, obviously, if you're uh, you know feel comfortable with writing your own blog posts and you have time to write your own blog posts, of course, everyone in business is very time poor. Um, so that can be a roadblock. So we just say, um, if you can identify that, okay, this is a roadblock, just remember that you can use professional copywriters who are surprisingly affordable. We're talking about an article that may be 500 to 1,000 words long. The investment on that, even if you just did one article per month and outsourced it to a trusted copywriter, um, and use that also with the blog feature and image of your product or service, that's a, a very positive step that you can do to increase your business traffic. Okay, number eight in the suggestions of uh, ways to grow your business in 2020 is to sell packages of goods and services in addition to individual goods and services. Now, why are packages and innovations around the ideas of what constitutes a package a good idea, Saul? Yeah, okay, so this is something I know we had, and I'm sure a lot of other businesses struggle with in terms of um, feeling that that's going to be that it might cheapen you know services if you put things into a package but I think the reality is and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that many people not everyone but many people um, are just looking for a simple solution they're busy um, too they yeah they are busy too especially if they're small business people and many of them are who might be then um, coming to you for services they might be running their own business as well so they they are time poor and they want they know what they want or they might know the budget what they want but they might just want to be able to get a bit of perspective too on that ultimately if it really requires you to you know quote things up and put things into 
a presentation in a very specific way that's not going to apply but it doesn't mean that you can't have um have have those put into a format for the people who like that and also that helps people who may not know the you know a lot about your service they know they need that service but then they might not might know these extra things to ask for in the first place okay so number nine our last one is to maintain work-life balance now so what are your new year's resolutions in regard to work-life balance because we have a family of course <laughs> yeah and like a lot of people too like we we know there's a lot of people who run small business who who have kids of various uh, of like various ages there's a lot of other activity going on and you want to as much as you can running small business is a hard slog there's no doubt about it but at the same time you want to where you can work out your schedules and what you do when and then what you don't do as well um can having work-life balance i think an interesting flip side of that is that in my experience trying to do that in the best way possible can actually have a really positive effect on making the time that you do your work more optimized because then you have to because you've set that up and with that last point in mind um that's actually it again for today guys thank you so much for listening to our first podcast um and we will see you tomorrow with the next episode thanks again Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Grow Your Business. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time here at the Grow Your Business podcast.